Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thanks for listening to the Donnie and Dolly podcast. Catch the show Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to noon on Check. There's a new team in town. Well, let's start the insanity. Don Taylor. The, the greatest sportscaster in British Columbia is Don Taylor. Oh, Rick Dollywall. You know, somebody said I always make these Floridian slips. This is Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. 10 o'clock in downtown Vancouver. We're in the Paul Carson studio. It's Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Don Taylor, along with Rick Dollywall, Ryan Henderson at the controls. Our director is... Uh, Derek Wong, how are you? You okay? <sighs> yeah. You had some issues just moments ago. No, there was no issues. Just it's been a busy uh, last twenty thirty minutes. We have um, lots to talk about. The Kraken so have themselves a new coach. As we speak, a press conference going on down in Seattle. Yep. It's not Rick Tockett. It's not Tony Granato. By the way, there's some Canuck news coming up in a second. It's not Tony Granato. It's not Torts. Uh, did you hear this name at all? Former Flyers head coach out of the University of North Dakota. He coached there for a, a long time. Coach Troy Stetcher and TJ yeah. uh, Oshie. Leafs assistant the last two years. Dave Haxtall is yeah. the new head coach. Absolutely. Or the first head coach of the Seattle Kraken. Nobody saw that coming. Nobody saw it. It was not a name you heard. And when it popped up this morning, everyone was like, Dave Haxtall, former Flyers coach, last couple of years with the Maple Leafs, and he gets the job. He's got a connection with the GM there going back where well uh Botterill and him Jason Botterill yeah. uh, uh Dave Haxtall Ron Francis all worked on the staff of the 2019 Team Canada squad at the right. World Championships yeah. at the 2019 World Championships yep a little convoluted there but they worked together at the 2019 World Championships with uh Team Canada so there, there's the connection y- you talk about connections though I thought uh, the hot name last night more so than Rick Tockett was Tony Granato, the connection with Cammy Granato, who's yeah, already Cammy, a, yep, a yep. member uh, uh, of the organization, lots of success at uh, uh, Wisconsin. But, uh, no, it's going to be Dave Haxtell. Uh, it is, indeed, and a little surprising. A lot of people I've talked to this morning were like, just didn't see that name at <laughs> all, didn't see it coming at all. I, did, you know? I never heard it mentioned. No. And, and Dave, not, David he, Quinn got an interview there, yeah. the, the former Rangers coach. It seemed they wanted to go the college route versus somebody like a Torts or a or a Rick Tockett. Tockett had more than one interview. I'm surprised it wasn't him. Really was. You look on their website. Yep. You, ever, you ever go on their website or the Twitter account? Not if I don't have to. Yeah, you Not might really. want to try it. Well, it's very 2021. Yep. Right. Very, very, very uh, 2021. I, I don't know. It, I'm, I'm thinking Rick Tockett gets hired. Is he, does he fit with that? Yeah. You, you, you know what I mean? It's, it's a modern website. Their, their, their approach is, is. Like I say, very 2021, and all due respect to Rick Tockett, I think he would have been a great hire. I think he would have sold hockey, but I'm not totally surprised with that. I thought um, Tony Granato fit better in Seattle, 
but nobody heard uh, Dave Haxtall. Nobody heard it, and they kept it very quiet. Yeah, yeah very, very quiet. Yeah, they did a great job. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens on the ice. Okay, uh, there is Canuck news, and we'll get to the Islanders and, and Tampa Bay in a second. What, what a great night of entertainment that was. Oh, but some Canuck news regarding number 23 in your lucky number program, Alex Hedler. Well, first of all, Canucks GM Jim Benning went on uh, Sportsnet 650 yep. this morning yep. uh, with Halford and Bruff and said he was going to talk to Alexander Adler's agent today, the UFA, who has said in his exit meeting, a- Alexander Adler told the Canucks he wants to come back. Uh, so I talked to his agent, Mark Stowe, this morning, and definitely uh, Stowe says he is willing to talk uh, willing to listen to what the Canucks have to say about Alexander Adler. This is what the sense I get after talking to Mark Stowe, that uh, Adler wants uh, Vancouver, he wants to finish his career. Mm. Why not, Donnie, go coast to coast, uh, finish your career in Vancouver? In a perfect world, we don't live in a perfect world, we know that, Donnie, uh, he does finish uh, his career in Vancouver, but there is no guarantees. Uh, can he play for one more year? Mark Stowe believes he can. Alex believes he can. So maybe uh, they're looking for term. I don't got that for sure. But a deal maybe makes more sense uh, after the Seattle draft. Not saying that they can't get the deal done, mm-hmm. but you announce it after the Seattle draft. I think you're going to see that around the National Hockey League. That's something to keep an eye on. Uh, but I just got the vibes uh, that Mark Stowe, his instructions are, uh, you know what, let's see if it can work in Vancouver first. That's going to be priority number one. Yeah. 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 15 years with the Canucks organization, 35 years old. Yeah. Um, clearly he's slowed down. Like You can just see it on the ice. You don't have to be an but analytics But judging expert. by the minutes that Travis I was, I Green just gives him. 20 to 25 minutes a game. 20 to 25. You know, and I, and and Jim Benning mentioned on 650 that it's a flat cap world. Mm-hmm. That tells me that they're probably going to try and get him at a low number. But well, he he his, he's coming off a contract, six year contract that paid him five million. Pardon me, the cap hit was five million. Per. Yeah, you can't last, go. You can't go anywhere near that. I'm sorry, you can't. You can't. The Canucks but can't. you also can't go down to one or one point five is what I'm trying to say. If you're playing them 20, 25 minutes, and then next year you say, come back, Alex, at 1.5, that's not going to work either. And and yet you would hope as a Canuck fan that they could go there. I mean, they probably can't, yeah. but you, you, you'd hope that there's some progression here that Alex and progression for Alex Edler would be him in the bottom pairing, Yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, you know, at his age, yeah. a lot of miles on that body. 15 seasons with the Canucks, and he didn't get a goal last year. He's, yeah. he's stuck on 99 goals. Hey, you'd love to see him get his 100th goal yeah. in a Canucks uniform, but not uh, you know not when we're talking anywhere near what he was he was no. making. No, like if he signed with if he signed for 1.5, he's not going to be happy. Canuck Nation would be fine with that. Okay. but if they spend a whole bunch of money yeah. on another uh, veteran, yeah, uh, you know, uh, age, all of that. There's there's going to be hell to pay. Canuck fans will not put well, up with that. Yeah, you can't. Well, I'm, I'm. This is and he's been a great Canuck. He's he's going to go up into the Ring of Honor. Yeah. Oh, for sure he is. He for is. Sure he is. For sure. All time leader in games played, goals, yeah. points, you, you name it. Yeah. Okay. For, amongst defensemen, yeah. right? Yeah. But yeah. It, to, to spend what three four million dollars on him again? I'm sorry, you can't. Well, well, Edler's agent Stowe will try for that. Yeah. But you can't do that. 
You're yeah. already hamstrung by all these contracts of older players who are getting in the way. Yeah, and the I other hate th- to say it. And the other thing that Jim Benning said in the interview, which uh, leads me to believe something's uh, going up with the blue line going on, he's looking for size and strength. Uh, for the blue line, he said Hughes, uh, Schmidt, and Rathbone, we got guys who can skate and move the puck. They're looking for more size. Oh, they've so. gone down that route before with Eric Goodbranson. Goodbranson. But look, and, and look at what's happening. Is anybody mean on the Canucks defense? No. Is anybody, like, strike you as maybe big, but are they big and tough? Right. Are they right. hard to play against? Well, who, hey. Who is it? You like, look at, hey, look at the Montreal Canadiens blue line. That's where I'm going. Look at the Habs blue look line. Look at what's happening Big, with the Habs. Strong, mean. Yeah. You know. Mo- most of the teams that are left, right, Islanders, uh, Tampa Knights, Bay. Tampa Bay. Heavy, 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 heavy. Heavy teams. defensemen. Heavy defensemen. You yeah. know, and, and and there's this trend towards, and, and rightfully so. I mean, you're not getting rid of Quinn Hughes, I'm sorry, yeah. towards smaller defensemen that can skate really, really well and handle the puck. That, that's fine, but you have to have with them, and this is why I think you know, Travis Hamadick is more of a priority than Edler. And, and Hamadick might be the guy who's, well, who's, who's it, mean. It okay, lo- which is you, He's more of a priority than Edler to re-sign, I think. I hold on a second. The GM said he's going to talk to Edler's agent today. He didn't say he was going to talk to <laughs> Hamadick's agent today. No, I, I, so I, it I, looks I, like I'm, Edler is the priority because I believe they could probably think they can be. get him on a one-year deal. Hamadick is going <laughs> to ask for term. Hamannick's going to ask for term. That's going to be the issue there. Right. Okay, but you tell me, as, as somebody who follows the Canucks, who should be more of a priority? Yeah, exactly. I, I think the, it, should, the, 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 I, yeah. it should be Hamannick, yeah. especially watching these playoffs. Yeah. Like, you know, Shea Weber, I'm, I'm not comparing Hamannick or Edler to, to Weber, not, not, not at this point. But they don't put up with, he doesn't put up with anything. Right. Right? right. You, you want somebody who's mean, has some yeah. size, some toughness. They've got Quinn Hughes. That's great. They've got that taken care of. Well, and they, Rathbone too. Sure, he, he comes in. He's going to give you that element of skating and, and moving the is puck up the ice. No, is he mean? No. no. Yeah, no. I'm sorry. You, you know, like it, that element in hockey has not gone away. No. I know there's a lot of people who would like to see it go uh, go away. You saw yesterday. It was what happened with Stamkos and and, yeah. and Mayfield. Oh, and then Mayfield. let's not forget about Kucherov. Yeah. That was Mayfield as well. Then yeah. Mayfield ends up sending the game into overtime well, with Mayfield's that uh, goal of a, a big, big, strong guy. So uh, let's see where this goes. I uh, They're going to start talking today with Edler's agent. Let's see where it ends up. I'm not, I, I can't predict either way, but I think that uh, the Canucks would like to get him back on a one-year deal. Not huge bucks. Uh, maybe Alex, after all the minutes he played last year, is thinking probably more. Mm-hmm. He's got grander ideas. Mm-hmm. You yeah. never know. Uh, I understand it can happen. He can he can go elsewhere. You just get the feeling as a lifetime. Oh. Hey, do the Sedins play into this at all? Uh, that's you a good question. I mean? That's a good question. It, it's amazing that the Canucks uh, announced this, uh, the GM, that they're going to talk to Adler's agent today, a day after the Sedins are back. Yeah. So, and we know what the Sedins think about Alexander Adler. Uh, they love him. Right. But you can't overpay for him. No, you can't. You, you've, you've done that well, with other hey, they, veterans. Their whole, all, as Ray Ferraro said, all their problems they have are from overpaying on July 1st. You can't mm-hmm. do it again. Uh, let's get to the poll question because it is. Now, for people on our Twitter account, we started out with a Dave yeah. Haxtell-related uh, yeah. poll question. We moved away from that because right after we posted the uh Haxtell poll question. We got the news from Mark Stowe. You got in co- uh, contact with him regarding Alex Edler. So hit us with the poll. All question. right. Uh, the Canucks, uh, as Jim Benning said today on uh, Sportsnet 650, they're going to talk to Edler's agent. 
should the Canucks uh, re-sign Alexander Edler? Uh, 424 votes. And look at this, 61% say yes. I'm a little surprised at that number. Uh, no is 38.7. Uh, so a little surprised at that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you because there's a lot of negativity in uh, on Canucks Twitter about it. But on our poll question, uh, a lot of people want him back. And I would assume probably want him back on a one-year deal at a low number. Has to be. That way. Has to be. It's easy for you to say, but if you're Alexander Edler, are you not asking for more? He's, he's just, just played 20 yeah, minutes a I, night, I Donnie. get how it works, uh, Rick. You can ask for anything you want, Donnie. Right. I, but again, I would say, well, okay, you tell me. I don't know who your buddy's with or whatever. Would you rather sign Hamannick right now, Yeah. G- given what's going on in the NHL playoffs or Edler? Yeah. And I, again, well, I have cl- all the respect uh, in the world uh, for yeah, Alex they, Clearly, they've prioritized Edler. Because they're talking to his agent today. Let's see where it goes. Uh, some people pointing out that, uh, well, there, there's differing opinions regarding Tyler uh, Myers. This is into the Delaney's OK Tire in Langley inbox. You can text us anytime, by the way, 604-294-94. Tyler Myers has size. I don't know if he fits the mean in, into the mean category. No, I wouldn't say that. But he can move his feet. Uh, how many fights has he had since he's been here? Uh, I think one or two. Couple. Yeah, a couple. I yeah. Think. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, uh, the game last night. You watch it? Oh, of course, of course. Uh, Kucherov. I, okay, so this uh, referee, Chris Lee. Mm-hmm. Boy, he's getting heat. I mean, he just did the Vegas, Montreal. Uh, the punch in the face mm-hmm. to Suzuki, mm-hmm. right? And he's standing right there. So last night he's standing right there. Kucherov gets cross-checked by Mayfield. Nothing. No I penalty. Know. I know. And and it just seems – is it just me? I know it's early. That's yeah. a segment for later on of the yeah. show. But what about all the cross-checking that's going in on in the National Hockey League right now at right. the most important time of year? And it, so much of it goes unpenalized, including what we saw last well, night standing with right Mayfield there. and Kucherov. And I think they made the point of the broadcast last night. By the way, Hockey Night in Canada is very good right now. Although I have I have one complaint about it, and we'll get to we'll, we'll get to that uh, we'll get to that uh, later. But it, who did who did Mayfield cross check right in front of the official last night? Oh, the uh, Hart Trophy winner from oh, last year, yeah, Kucherov, who yeah. on could very well be on his way. And then he went after to winning to winning uh, uh, winning the Conn Smythe. Yeah, and then he went after Stamkos. Yeah, and then he scored. Yeah, he tied the game. There, there was a whole lot there. Hey, you guys were uh, uh, fighting about the bottles and cans on the ice after the well, game. Well, can we see this? We see Bavillier's winning goal, the the giveaway by yeah, the, uh, Blake and, Coleman. And, yeah, and then there was a bunch of bottles, uh, 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 beer bottles. Early like, on I, I in overtime, yeah. okay? So so this is it here. Bavillier scores. Giveaway. Everybody's happy, seemingly, in Union Deal. And eventually here, I don't know if we're going to see it, Ryan, or eventually you're going to see uh, debris being thrown on the ice, yeah. including bottles, cans, beer, whatever, whatever, whatever they were drinking last right. night. Uh, a lot of people had, yeah, there, there you, you see some, for our television viewers, you see some of the debris in the background being thrown on the ice. A lot of people had problems with that. Understandably so. Okay, okay. but the reason why. Well, let, let, let me get to this. Okay. That there is a charm, there is history with Uniondale, with the Nassau County Coliseum. County all right. Coliseum. But um, I was listening today to NHL Network Radio. And a listener phoned in who was at the game and said the reason this happened was part of it was celebratory. Yeah. I don't know why you'd celebrate that way, but some people did. But the other part of it is that there are flaws with this building. As wonderful as it is to watch a game there 
And certainly it comes across on television uh, that way, that it just seems like a place you want to be, that the concession facilities and the washroom facilities are terrible, limited. There's so, not, not enough washrooms, lineups to take a pee, to get a beer, all of that. A lot of people miss that goal. Really? A lot of people missed that goal, and they were upset. And that's oh, where that came in. That's where it came Not in. all of it, uh-huh. uh, according to this caller I heard. Yeah. But he, he said that people, a lot of people missed the goal. Yeah, because it was, it was early. It was 108. They were in know? a washroom lineup, or they were trying to get a beer, and uh, they were upset. So as much as, and I, you know, there's a part of me that would love to see the Islanders stay, but I get why. Okay. Uh, I, I get why you, you have to move on. Uh, from that uh, building. By the way, I, I, and we got I know we got to get rolling here, Ryan. Uh, by the way, why? Why? I mean, I understand going to the washroom, but why? Why would you risk that? Like I, I've always yeah. Like, you got to go. You got to go. Okay, that fine. But why? Why would you go out and get a beer or a popcorn when you know this could happen? That a goal could be scored. Uh, early. Alex Burroughs, Game 2, 2011 Stanley Cup Final. If you drink, what are you doing? If you drink five beers. You don't beers, have to have a beer. Do you have to have one? I'm not yes. saying don't enjoy beer. That's no. why it's a part of going to a sporting event is to have a beer. You don't, you, you don't risk it. You've paid all that money to go see a, a playoff game, and you go get, get yourself a two-cent beer? Okay, so you can't drink Coke or Pepsi either? No, you can't. Oh, good Lord. No, yeah, no you can, yeah. but you shouldn't. Like well, you, if you're a if you're a practiced uh, spectator of yeah. sports, you know that this this sort of thing could happen. You shouldn't. Well, nobody shouldn't do knows that. he's going to score 108 in overtime, Donnie. But there's well, you don't know that, but you do know there's a possibility. So there you go. Okay, here's what's coming up on, on the show. Uh, we just managed Ryan uh, Anderson, wonderful producer, best uh, of the best. Just managed to get Ryan S. Clark on. We, oh. we hope to get it. it the the timing dependent here, uh, depending on the press conference down in Seattle. Ryan S. Clark covers the Kraken for the Athletic in Seattle. He's scheduled to join us at eleven fifteen to talk Dave Haxtall. John Shannon, NHL analyst. I I, I can't remember John. Uh, saying to us that he's heard about Dave Hextall. No, Hextall. Nobody, well, nobody. It was nobody. We'll ask nobody him uh, about that. Uh, Big Ride, DTMC, all in there. Is it just me as well as mentioned? Uh, but up next, the Golden Knights facing elimination uh, tonight. Darren Millard, yep. our friend, the pride of Brandon, Manitoba, now living in uh, Vegas. Uh, he's part of the Golden Knights television broadcast. He's the host. Uh, well-known around these parts as well. Used to work at Sportsnet. Darren is going to join us next to talk about about the uh, Habs and the Knights tonight. That's next. Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. Just ahead of Darren Millard, Donnie and Dolly presented by Able Auctions. If you have assets, inventory, or equipment you need to sell, email sales at ableauctions.ca. And King of Floors, your vinyl laminate and engineered flooring superstore. Several people... Uh, Texting Referencing in. the I cane. I should have had the cane out for my old man rant regarding what happened Beer. last night at the Nassau yeah. Coliseum. Yeah. Our cane sponsored, by the way. Yes, we have a cane sponsor. It's uh, Delaney's <laughs> OK Tire in Langley. Some people also making the point that cons- in most NHL buildings, I think maybe all NHL buildings, uh, concession sales start stop at the start of the third period. But there was an issue with the bathrooms last night. Thank Hold you. it in. Thank you. Thank Don't, you for that update. Whatever the case may be. But th- those beers look fairly full. I guess you could buy t- 10 of them at a time. Okay. Um, 
let's uh, talk with Darren Millard now. Vegas Golden Knights TV host. Game six, Golden Knights versus the Habs tonight in Montreal. Yep. Habs up 3-2. They can advance to the Stanley Cup final for the first time since 1993. Uh, Darren Millard, like I said, television host down there yep. in uh, Vegas. And probably best known as a co-host, a contestant on Ice Picks uh, back in the day. I wasn't a contestant. I, I, I don't know. I what do we call thing. ourselves? We were, we were uh, participants. Okay. Because we were on every week. It wasn't like <laughs> yeah. it uh, it changed over. Well, one guy did a little bit, but um, uh, most of us uh, were there yeah. nonstop. Hey, I'm, I'm impressed Nassau County Coliseum still has running water. Uh, yeah, that's true. Never yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, didn't, when that place was first built, didn't they just have outhouses? Uh, yeah, I, I, I believe they did. And then if you wanted a drink of water, there was a well in, in the back. <laughs> yeah. So it's... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and until the dog fell down, and then they had to stop. That's right. They, 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 yeah, it's CNN. Yeah. That's how CNN got famous, was yeah. saving the dog from the well at Nassau Coliseum. Yeah, yeah, it has its flaws. <laughs> There's a reason they're moving to another building, or that Brand they went new. to Brooklyn in the, in, in the first place. But, man, it is great to watch uh, on television. I can't imagine what it's like. I've been there for games, Keith but, Jones had but the, not uh, like that. Keith Jones had the best line. He said, at least finish your beer before you chuck the can on the ice. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Well, apparently, what we're hearing, Darren, is that people were upset because a lot of them, that's why they were throwing the debris on the ice, because they were upset. They missed it because I guess the concessions were closed, I'm sure, but they were they were bathroom lineups. So the building has its flaws. All right. How uh, many people were in the bathroom lineup? Like, if that, if you want to gamble, thrown on the ice. Yeah. yeah, that's a gamble <laughs> to go to the can before overtime. It's a gamble. Now you're agreeing I, with me. I now I I will say this: uh, if you're willing to throw a can of beer on the ice, I'm surprised you even tried to go to the bathroom. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, didn't, didn't, didn't just use the cup yeah. there. So so there there's the contradiction there. Hey, uh, Darren, before we get uh, to the Habs and the Golden Knights, had you heard the name Dave Hackstall at all in connection with the nope. Seattle Kraken? Nope, nope. That was completely under the uh, the radar. Uh, and Out of the blue, we were so focused on on people that were uh, former head coaches uh, and, and currently out of work. Um, uh, and, and Dave Haxall was an assistant coach, uh, mm-hmm. uh, even though he uh, coached in the National Hockey League as a head man in Philadelphia. But no, uh, it kind of fits the uh, the the mold of when you look at it now uh, yeah. in revisionist history. It's it's not a big surprise, but. Uh, uh, I'll fully admit I hadn't heard Dave Haxtell's name mentioned uh, around there. So good on them for keeping it uh, tight-lipped. All right, on to tonight. Uh, Knights and Habs. Knights, shockingly, for I think most people, facing elimination. Darren, you're a goaltender, old goaltender. And as I mentioned, used to work at Ice Picks. And Sportsnet. Who starts mm-hmm. in goal tonight uh, for the Golden Knights? It uh, it sure sounds like it's going to be Robin Leonard uh, and – uh, I don't think it's it's the it's the biggest story that's a non-story, and it's it's a story because you guys know it just doesn't happen where you switch goaltenders in a, in a Stanley Cup playoff. It never happens, uh, and it certainly doesn't happen uh, when you're when you're in a situation like uh, like Mark Andre Fleury, Fleury was playing well, and then Robin Leonard goes in. You do make the switch, and he stands on his head, mm-hmm. and you you go uh, get to back to the other guy. So it's a, it's a story because it's so unusual. It's not a story because 
there's no more risk in starting Robin Leonard than Marc-Andre Fleury. And what I mean by that is you, uh, you run the same risk of, of Marc-Andre Fleury having an off night if you go back to him as you do uh, Robin Leonard uh, having an off night if you go to him. Like they're just so uh, at the top of the, the game when it comes to uh, giving yourself the, the, the biggest chance or best chance to win. Uh, so it's, it's, Either one. You, there's no wrong decision, and, and it's up to the athlete to make sure that, that the coach is rewarded for giving that, that particular player uh, the opportunity. But uh, but we're so accustomed and groomed to the same goaltender going out, uh, and, and even during the regular season, yeah. one of the, the, non, the, the normal questions is, Trey Travis, who's playing goal tonight? Like, we just, we're fascinated by it. Um, I don't. I don't think goaltending uh, necessarily has the same intrigue as starting pitchers uh, or or the ability to dictate a game. But uh, in this case, I think it's the the same level of uh, chance of winning is uh, is even with between Robin and Mark. Hey Dan, let's uh, focus on the other end of the ice right now and, and Carey Price. Yeah. And you you tell me um, the one thing I haven't seen the Golden Knights do. I think they're giving him too much respect. I haven't seen them creating traffic in front of Carey Price. Have they got that right? Uh, Donnie, yeah, you're right, and and I'll, I'll uh, like double down on it. Uh, I don't think Carey Price has been a difference in the series, mm-hmm. uh, or or had to be a, a difference in the series. So uh, there's there's the the good and the bad. I, I think there's been a couple of goals. I think back to Game Three uh, and the Mark Andre Fleury faux pas behind the net. Mm-hmm. The the only reason the Golden Knights had a lead in that game is because Alex Petrangelo, good shot, but uh, coming down the middle of the ice, scored from 45 feet, uh, like that. That's an unusual goal on Carey Price. I don't think he's been as lights out as we would have expected him to have been if the if the Montreal Canadiens were going to have a 3-2 series lead going home at the start of the series. If you would have told me that like, Montreal can, can have a clans, chance to clinch in Game 6, I would have said Carey Price is all-world. He hasn't had to be and hasn't been uh, so far. Uh, and uh, part of that is, uh, is the Golden Knights not getting to the front of that. And if they get power plays tonight, I, I anticipate that they will jam that net uh, as much as possible uh, to just to try and uh, chain things up. Um, it's It's been an interesting series. And that's the other part that's scary. I, I still think Vegas can win the series. I think that they can flip the switch three games uh, in a row. This would be the, the third off game. Uh, that just doesn't happen with this group. So that's why I think they'll they'll bounce back uh, tonight. But the, the sort of... Uh, uh, thing devil looking over your shoulder is uh carry price hasn't stolen a game yet and mm-hmm. when when does that happen there is some stats that just uh, blow me away vegas uh no power play goal in seven games yeah their top, their top six one goal in this series that was patch ready last game mark stone no points in five what's going on with that uh elite level top six group not producing i think part of it can be pointed to uh the Absence of Chandler Stevenson, uh, who, who does make, he's not that prototypical number one center. And when outside uh, uh, the organization look at this team, they'll say they, they need, need that, that number one center. Well, Chandler Stevenson is that because he gets the most out of Pacioretty and Stone, who both have had uh, uh, career years. So uh, I, I think that's a little misguided point of that. But he, he, he didn't play for three games. Part of uh, the lack of production can be pointed to that. And when Chandler Stevenson missed three games because of the suspension during the regular season, uh, the production fell off from from the big line. So there's there's that aspect of it. 
then there's the the other part where uh, I I think that those two players and Stone in particular is feeling the weight of the power play, and the power play has uh, been the only real flaw and it's not even it wasn't a flaw during the regular season but things went so great on every level with this team that uh, that the only real thing that you could pick at was why isn't the power play as good as the penalty killing and the, the goaltending and uh, and the defense and uh, and so it became a, a story and now it's mushroomed uh during the Stanley Cup playoffs and I think Mark Stone as much as anybody is is carrying the weight of the lack of performance and lack of confidence of that power play. And it may be influencing some of his five on five play. And, uh, and that's, that's where I think that, uh, that some of his uh, drawback has come from. And I'll, I'll use the whole, like, I don't know who's healthy, who's not, but, uh, but stone looks like he's okay. He made a power move to the net the other night and it just rolled off his stick. So he, he's, he's getting uh, these plays. Uh, their, their power play, though, I think is, is really uh, seeped into the confidence of their overall game. Darren, I'm going to guess that Seattle is going to uh, pray and hope uh, for the success of Vegas. Uh, Vegas has had a tremendous run with so many victories, so many playoffs, going deep the whole nine yards. Uh, the NFL's there. The NBA, I presume, could be there soon. I, I presume the Major League Baseball could end up there. Tell us a little bit about Vegas as a hockey market right now. Yeah, it's it's hot because the the Golden Knights uh, came in and they sell out every game. And uh, my my description of the atmosphere is when the puck stops moving, it turns it's a nightclub, and when the puck goes back into play, it becomes a hockey game again. But hmm. in between whistles, it is the most electric, craziest, unique atmosphere in the world. Like you you know, um, uh, you guys probably remember like Crazy George. Oh uh, which yeah, would get the, yes. the, the, like the people fired up. Well, you can't tell the difference between uh, who's Crazy George at T-Mobile and who's a regular fan because <laughs> yeah. the regular fans get all dressed up and get into it, and and it's it's a night out, it's a club night uh, for everybody. So it's 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 I'm so uh, happy and privileged to be able to be in that uh, arena every night, and then you 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 trickle it down and. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights have a practice facility, uh, uh, which has two sheets of ice that they go at. And the Henderson Silver Knights, they moved their mm-hmm. American Hockey League affiliate here this past winter. Uh, they're just on the other side of town in Henderson. They have two practice uh, or two sheets of, of ice, and they're jammed. And I'm talking my, my desk oh. overlooks uh, one of the sheets, and it's it's going nonstop. Uh, the, the minor hockey market, it's it's been really impressive. And uh, when you look at the, uh, not the bumper stickers and T-shirts and things like that are a barometer, but uh, what's noticeable is they're everywhere. And you mm. would think that this team had been around for 50 years, like Vancouver uh, or, or uh, some uh, franchise of that elk instead of just four. Darren, uh, b- before we let you go, I have to ask you this uh, very quickly. We're out of time here, but you mentioned the Why? atmosphere. Well, well, well first you... time that I've been back on with you guys. This has been <laughs> great. I love it. Yeah, we'll have to start paying you. That's why. Um, Darren, <laughs> you mentioned the atmosphere at Vegas. It's great and all that. But for the first time that I can remember, last time out. Got booed. They yes. got booed. What was that all about? Second time that, that I can remember okay. uh, in my two years uh, there being booze. The other one was, I believe, a St. Louis game two years ago. Uh, when when things weren't going great, uh, it was a power play. It was the end of the period. Yep. People were frustrated, and and um, 
as I told uh, a caller at the post game the other day, uh, I asked them, I said, did you boo? Yeah. Uh, when was the last time you booed? I've never booed. I'm like, okay, you're four years in. It's the conference uh, uh, final or the, the Stanley Cup semifinals, yeah. and that's the first time you booed. You've got it pretty good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you've earned your right. Come to they, Vancouver. They, they were, yeah, exactly. Yeah, or any other market. Like people, that's what people do. I, it was noticeable. It, it was a story here. Uh, and it is a story here. Uh, people aren't happy about it. The players uh, uh, certainly uh, weren't uh, pleased that the, that their play was met with that. But um, but I, I think that uh, given the, the grand scheme of it, playing Montreal, you're a heavy favorite and you're having trouble scoring or generating anything in the power play. Uh, it's almost like the uh, the crowd gained its wings a little bit. Yeah, and they yeah. became yeah. like like that uh, that next step. Uh, goal, yeah. Goalie controversy. And, and booing, uh, two things that uh, you can't be a legitimate fan base without doing. Yeah, welcome to well, the NHL. Darren, thanks for this. Yeah. Appreciate it. Hey, uh, congratulations, you guys. Big fan and uh, really proud of what you guys have been doing. Thanks, Darren. Thank Appreciate you, Darren. It, my friend. Right back at you. Uh, Darren Millard down in, uh, down in Vegas. Loves living down there. It's a good sign they're booing because it tells you they know what they're uh, – Okay, that's. I was just going to say that it's yeah. a good it's a good sign when the fan base boosts. In a strange way, it tells you that a new market they're understanding. Yeah, the game they better. they they know what's going on. You know, right. they've had a they they've been look that first year fantasy land right. Yeah. Well, well, you know what? We'll talk about it more uh, after the break. Donnie and Dolly, the team, on chat. This is Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. All right, uh, Donnie and Dolly presented by Able Auctions and King of Floors. Let's update the Canuck-related poll question. Yes, and it is uh, regarding Alexander Adler. Jim Benning said today on uh, Sportsnet 650 that he's going to talk to Adler's agent. And so the question is, should the Canucks re-sign Adler? And uh, 844 votes, 62% say yes, re-sign Adler. 38% say no. Last time they talked about the two-year deal at $6 million each, they had talked about him finishing his career as a Vancouver Canuck. I think a lot of people want to. Last time they talked. Edler when? signed a two-year deal. That's yeah, what's, yeah. 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 Okay. So the last time I they had talked, it wrong at the start of the show. Yeah, you did have it wrong. I didn't say it because I didn't want to hurt your feelings. Anyways. I uh, the wrong contract. On the <laughs> yeah. yeah, unlike you, I don't, yeah, all my mistakes, you rip into it. I don't do that with you. Listen, they talked about him finishing his career in Vancouver. I think a lot of people, judging by this poll, want to see Adler finish and his career in Vancouver. At a reasonable price. Okay? A, a, well, at it, a reasonable it, price. Well, they, they just played the heck out of him 25 minutes a night. So that tells me there's value there, right? So uh, do you go from $6 million down to $1 million playing 25 minutes a night, Donnie? 
if they don't improve the blue line, they might have to bring him back for a lot of money, and he'll be getting the same amount of ice time, and that's not that's not progress. Uh, updating everybody here. We're scheduled to have Ryan S. Clark from The Athletic in Seattle on our show at around 11.15, yep. this Dave Haxtall press conference. And for those of you just tuning in, Dave ha- Haxtall is the first head coach of the Seattle Crack, and uh, this press conference is moving along slowly. So oh, Ryan's okay. status for our show is is up in the air. We'll, we'll see what happens there. I should also mention that Henrik Sedin, one of the uh, two new co-special advisors, the GM Jim Benning, will join us tomorrow on our show. Henrik Sedin on the show tomorrow. So there's that. Also, we just wrapped up with Darren Millard. He's down in uh, Vegas. Um, Robin Leonard, he believes, will start in Well, he was the first one off the ice okay. at the game yeah. day skate. So yeah. it's going to be Leonard tonight. Uh, as far as the booing goes with the uh, Vegas. We, that's where our conversation ended yeah. in the previous segment. Vegas, the Knights getting booed. Darren says it's the second time he's heard it. First time I've heard it. But it doesn't happen all the time in Vegas. No, I like the fact they're booing. It tells me that their uh, their fan base is getting more intelligent. They know what's right, what's wrong when the team is struggling. There's nothing wrong with it. And they're 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 bang on zero power play goals. You know their forwards have one goal, top well, six, top well, six. Well, their their forwards together as a group four goals in the five games. Yeah, versus the Montreal Canadiens. And Darren is bang on. I was talking about you know one of the things that would frustrate me. If I wanted the Vegas Golden Knights to win, there's no traffic in front of Carey right. Price. Darren Millard made the point that Carey Price has really not been. A, he's played well. Obviously, Carey he's Price. Played, he, yeah. he stops the puck. He hasn't stolen a game. He's he what he's been. Stolen hasn't game. stolen a game. Yeah. He hasn't been the difference in in this series. Montreal's forecheck, their their defense has been just so good, so stifling versus the Vegas Golden Knights, that's more of the story. That's more of the reason why the forwards only have four goals in five games. And you look at that last game, the Pacioretty goal, it was, there was an element of luck there. He fanned on it. Fanned on it, yeah. And there was yeah. a hesitation on the Habs part, on Carey Price's part, in she goes for the ex-Hab Max Pacioretty. So an element of luck, four goals in five games, obviously that has to improve. Can I bring something up? Uh, Jim Benning said something else today. Mm-hmm. Can I bring this up? His quote was, he wants to add scoring depth at the NHL level and at the American Hockey League level. He wants guys who can step into the lineup when the Canucks have injuries from Abbotsford. I, is this not a yearly statement? Is this not a yearly statement about depth? I think, Jim, it, it, I think is, a, give me one, uh, other than having. Give me one summer in the past well, seven well, years well, where we haven't one, heard. Give me one area that the Canucks don't need to improve. I mean, you got Thatcher Demko. He seems like a a bona fide number one NHL goalie. We've been complaining about lack of depth for seven years. I don't get it. Like, it's a comment that if you go back seven summers, it's the exact same. I'll say what I said yesterday uh, regarding uh, this isn't so much uh, directed at young players, but with the older players. Like, look at who Montreal has. Even, like, a Patrick Maroon on Tampa Bay. Yeah. But you've got Corey Perry. You've got Eric Stahl playing in the bottom six. You know, and they've had to adjust the role to, to, to their new roles, yeah. right? They used to be top six guys amongst the best scorers in the National Hockey League, uh, amongst the best players. But they still have that touch. Yeah, well. They still have that touch. I just, if I you're going to bring in veterans, those are the kind of guys Donnie, I'd, like, I'd like to see them bring in. I just want a summer in this city where we're not talking about lack of depth. Every summer, it's the it's same not gonna thing. Not going to happen. This offseason, we're going to summer. We're going to add depth. It's just uh, we got to have a summer where there's no depth. 
It's just, it's, ooh. Maybe we'll talk to Henrik about that tomorrow. Again, Henrik Sedin uh, tomorrow uh, at the top of the hour today. It's John Shannon, our NHL analyst. And also, we're hoping to get Ryan S. Clark from Seattle regarding Dave Haxtell. Repeating what I was saying at the beginning of the segment, you get the idea. Thanks so much for joining folks, joining us, folks. Ryan Henderson, Big Ride the Twitter guy, is next. Donnie and Dolly, the team, on check. Delaney's OK Tyron Langley inbox. Chris in Euphoria of Edmonton making a good point. It's it's a long uh, text. I'll, I'll, uh, the gist of it. Give, give us the, the gist of give, it. Give, give us the gist. Yeah. Carey Price might may not have stolen a game, but he's Carey Price. Maybe he's in their heads. Yeah. You, you know, you look oh, up, time. there's Carey Price. Um, it, 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 psychologically, yeah, he, he's, he's played a big part in what the Habs are up to. Uh, right now, even if he's not stopping shot after shot after yeah. shot after shot, <clears throat> he's, he's still carry price. Big ride, the Twitter guy. It's going to be very interesting to see how Vegas fixes this if they go out. Well, year man, after I, year, I, it's I, like, oh yeah, get this superstar. Oh, get the, get this get this superstar. Yeah, okay, they got hold Petra on a well. second here. But do you want to do your read first, and then sure, big ride, the Twitter guy. Fantastic point. Big ride, the Twitter guy. Brought to you by Arbutus RV. Whatever your adventure. We've got an RV for it. Visit ArbutusRV.ca. So you're criticizing them for going after superstars? Don't you admire Vegas for taking big swings? Yeah. How many, how many years since Mike Gillis's first contract have people in Vancouver been waiting for that bold move? Yeah. That, that bold move. Yeah, hold, hold Vegas it. does that. A okay. bold move. Louis, six times six, was a bold move. A, a bold, effective move. move. <laughs> uh, you ma- remember Mike Gillis comes in, Matt Sundin, two years, $20 million. Right? I, I agree with you, but. It didn't happen that way. But I, I admire them for being close and saying, we're close. We're taking a big swing. Might not work out, but we're trying. But we're getting to the point now where you could be critical of those big swings. Max Patch ready for Nick Suzuki. Would they do that deal back over again? Would they take like they, like their their centers are, you know, on so a milk easy, carton? Easy to say now. No, but easy, I'm saying though, it, say now. but now it is the time yeah. to to. Petretti's not a center, but uh, no, but he, Nick Suzuki is. That's he, what I'm he, saying okay. to you. Easy to say now. Easy to say now. But at the time, would you have criticized it if you were a Vegas no, fan? No, not at no all. Chance. No, but I'm saying though, now is the time where you look back and go, are these moves paying off? Mark Stone, pick up a courtesy phone. That's are you not, around? You're not listening to uh, what I'm you saying. You go after Petrolangelo when the defense was already okay in Vegas, and now you've added a massive contract to the cap. Like I, I just think. It's, are you watching the playoffs because Petrolangelo is arguably the unbelievable? Best player. He's been great. Okay, and if they go so out I'm, before I'm okay. making the Stanley Cup final, is it paying off? <laughs> Okay. Well, you, no, you, 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 you would like to see the Canucks do something like that, to be in a position to do something like that, and as opposed to saying, you know, we're going to stand pat and see how it goes, make big moves like that. I admire them for doing that. Yes, but you can now ask, are the big moves paying off? Well, here's what you can. Okay. Right? And, and right, right now, I would, I would again, definitely not. Again, Stone, no points but I would definitely, like last year, basically. Sure, sure. But tell me what you were saying when it first happened. Yeah, you would have been, don't all, get me you wrong. been all over it in a positive and, and, way. I'll, and I'll say this, that I think right now, and I'm, I'm agreeing with you with this point, that I think I take Suzuki over, uh, over that's what I mean. right now. Right. Forget the future. But, that, but that's what I mean, right? Like, you know, some of these bold moves and these big moves, 
And don't get me wrong, they were able to do it with the assets they had and the accumulated and all of that but stuff. I, I, I think Ryan, that's. Uh, I admire that's, the organizations that do that. I know they're in a down yeah. period right now, but San Jose, when they were a much better hockey club, they they go out and they get Eric Carlson. Eric Carlson. Right? Like, I, I admire things right. like that. Yeah, but with, I'm within just saying, reason. I'm just saying, again, if they go out tonight. I mean, people are going to look, and they're going to go, look, at Vegas is well, very good. But if, Vegas is going to quickly be known as a regular season hockey club. Ryan, Ryan, would you take Vegas and Vancouver right now, the team? Yes, you would. Oh, I'd flip them for sure. Oh, yeah, then, of course. Then quit whining. They've done a ton of winning in four years. You can't win. Only one but, team can win it. All I'm saying is it's a team that's added all of these big pieces to their roster, and they've now, if they lose tonight, well, they, they bow out again. If they lose last year to the Vancouver Canucks... I mean, that's not a good loss. That's not but a good loss didn't. either. They didn't. They, but, they but won, but they, 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 they haven't Dallas. won the big prize, right? right. I mean, that's okay. the thing. They're, they're okay. making these moves but, but, to win you, a cup, and so give, far, can haven't you paid give me, up. Can you give me this, though? Isn't there a part of you that admires the way they approach yeah. things? That they, you know what? We're close. We're taking a big swing. Yes. As yes. opposed to, oh, I don't want to do that. Let's re-sign Alex Hedler. You know, like yeah, uh, yes, okay. absolutely. And I know the Canucks aren't in the same position as the Knights. I get that, but a part of me, a large part of me, says, "Yeah, I admire that. I wouldn't mind being a fan of that team because it's not like they're they're going out and getting bums." Stone and, is a great and, hockey player. Ryan, player. Vegas isn't the only good team out. Look at Colorado. Look at Toronto. They, what are you supposed to do? They, yeah, but what do people talk about? But what do people talk about with Toronto? John Tavares. Did they need to make that signing? All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, it's not necessarily like look at the Montreal okay. Canadiens and all the talk with the Canadiens, huge pieces to their team. Paul Byron on waivers three times this three season. Three times, three times. Uh, Corey Perry signed on the eve of the season beginning. Eric Stahl traded for him, a guy that was basically thrown was out the good, window. That was a good trade. Alongside their young talent, yes. But I'm saying it's not necessarily the guys it's that you go out. Oh, this is so classic. It's easy to say now. Easy to say you, now. You know, it's at the time, if now. you were in this market. Yeah, but and why say you keep Canucks- going back to at the time? I am reacting to it now. Uh, the day the contracts are signed, yes, of course. You know what? 99% right. of I'm marking this down. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> I, like I say, Max Pacioretty, at the time. Everyone, 99% yeah. are going, yes, yes Max Pacioretty. Now you get away from it a bit more, you go, maybe that was so a what, miss. What's your point? Maybe that was a miss. What, what's your point? I'm saying is, I think the heat is going to get turned up. vision, The right? heat is going to get turned up on huh. Vegas management if they go out tonight. Fine, but I still admire the way they, they go about things. Sure. They're close, and they decided to close. take some they're big close. swings. And they're not going to miss the playoffs and, next and, year, well, Ryan. They're going to be right here. back here. We're talking as though they've been eliminated. Yeah. Remember what yeah. happened against Minnesota, too. They took them to seven games. And Absolutely. They the and, game. and you know what? It'll be really interesting tonight to see how the Montreal Canadiens' young players play in this massive moment. Like, it's, you know, at well, home. There's, there's nothing to make me think they won't. They won't. I, I agree, oh, well. but, I mean, it's it's huge. It's 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 a big-time moment for this young core. Well, the, the, the other thing, too, let, let me just say this. I know you got to get to Big Rye uh, here, but they took these big swings with Stone and, and, and with Petrangelo. And they're getting to the Final Four. They're, yeah. They're, you know, like, I, I'll yeah, but that, they're that, making that. these moves to win I cups. understand Final that. Four, oh, I, and, I, and I, you have I an understand. owner. You have an owner that wants that. They don't, he doesn't, he doesn't okay. care about the Final Four. He doesn't, he doesn't. Bill Foley I, I, doesn't I care I understand about. that. While they make money, when, you know, the further they advance to the playoffs. So there is that. It would be great if they could get to a Stanley Cup Final again. I get it. But not bad. You're taking these picks, and you, you get to the Final Four. Not the promised land, but pretty close. It, it, I think it's people, hard. Where, where are you living right now? Like, you're in Vancouver, and you, and you wouldn't take it. 
you wouldn't take this? I would. Of course I would. That's not the conversation I'm, I, I'm saying. We're going around Hindsight and around. is 2020. As we usual, I'm right. Let's get to one thing we have not talked about over the last 24 hours. A lot's been going on. And that is the fact that the Vancouver Whitecaps lose another game in Los Angeles. Uh, they lose 2-1. They tie it up in stoppage time. Yeah, it's five yeah, straight one, losses. 1-1. One. Then they give up a late, late goal. They almost tied it again at 2-2. Very, very close call there. Uh, but they lose five straight losses. They head to Seattle to play Freddie Montero and the Sounders. I don't know, guys. I, I, you know, the last two years, this one and last year, are so all over the place in terms of COVID. You're not playing at home. You're in Utah. That's a big fact. Then you're in Orlando for a tournament. Then you're playing at home for three games within only Canadian teams. Then you're located to Portland. I understand there's been a lot turned upside down. But we're getting to a stage where you have to wonder if Mark DeSantis is the right guy for the job here. He's in to year yeah. three. Carl Robinson had five years at the helm yeah. with the Vancouver Whitecaps, right? But again, it goes back to, we've talked a lot about this with the Vancouver Canucks and Jim Benning. Seven years on the job. Yep. How far are they from day one and seven years later? They're still and, looking for depth. And it's the same thing with Mark DeSantos. How far no, along no, no, are the Caps uh, no, from not. day one? And no, it's not. And I'll tell you why. Why? Take a look at the other Canadian teams and how they're doing in MLS, along with the Whitecaps. None of them are in a playoff spot. They're all having trouble. Why do you think that is? Why, why do you think Probably because of COVID. But hold on, though. Well, so let's you, get you re- want to lump in TFC with the has, Whitecaps? Has, no, has he, well, they have the same problems regarding where, where their situation right now. They're but not TFC, at home. Yeah, but, so you're going to – hold on a second. You're going to judge Mark DeSantos, and, hey, this might happen. He might lose his job. They've lost five straight. It's been disappointing. I, I, I get all that. But can you judge Mark DeSantos – when he's barely played any games at BC Place. His t- like, really? Is that fair? Yeah. And again, it, it might happen. But he talked about this last night, I think going into the game, as opposed to afterwards. Maybe it was afterwards. But you look at those Canadian teams, they are at a huge disadvantage versus the rest of MLS. Yeah, but uh, the only, yet last year, I'd maybe grant him more leeway. This year, it's not home. I understand that. But you have a home base. They do have a home base. They're not moving around all over the... They have a location. You see crowds he's, elsewhere? He's, he's, yeah, I so know, that's not but... A, I, that's I, not a factor at all? I just... Hasn't been a factor I think for, this like, market deserves better. I think... I think right, because right, I think right. this market, if you're a soccer fan of this market, you look at success in Portland, you look at success in Seattle, you look at success in Toronto. Oh, no, I'll give you that. Right? But, over, but, since but, the caps have but, come along. Sure, but is that all Mark DeSantis? No, it's not. No. It's not. No. He hasn't no. been given a great opportunity, given the fact they've played very few... They've played a couple of games last year at BC Place without crowds, but he hasn't, he's barely played at home. He hasn't had that advantage at all. I just think, though... It's a strange situation. Uh, unfortunately... You're still not getting anywhere with the roster. Yes, your locations have been all over the place, but the results seem the same season after season, game after game with this team. You know, mental errors late in games. You know, again, last night, you have a 1-1 draw. You're at least getting out of there with a draw. No, you can't close it out. And that's been a problem through the MDS era. Backbreaking moments in games. And so that's where I wonder if that's ultimately going to be his downfall. We heard Axel Schuster, what was it, two weeks ago during the pause or whatever, said 
they're they're ba- they basically said they're riding out the year with Mark DeSantos no matter what happens. They have to. They and, have and, to. And, and I don't really blame him for that because, again, even if they get back to BC Place, what, do you have 5,000 fans or something? By Who the cares? way, I, l- let me just say something about the people uh, uh, in the, our inbox. Delaney's okay tiring inbox. <laughs> saying that the, your point is sailing over our heads. The yeah. whole thing, the, the well, point I mean, that I made. I'd say what else is new, but go on. Yeah, no, and, and there's a couple of shots at, you know, it's a little easier to, for things to sail over my head because I have no hair. You have no hair. There, 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 there's there's a, that. a few comments uh, like that. Yeah, we're getting The ripped. original point was this. I admire Vegas for taking yes. big swings. Difference that's makers. All, They're going out and getting difference makers. That's all makers. I said. I understand. Maybe there'll be changes if they you know lose to the Habs and all that. I get that. There's a part of me, a big part of me, that admires the way they approach things. But the big all swings have to pay off. Really, Ryan? You're kidding. No, but it's the same really? thing. You were you going said, really? I didn't know no, that. You, you just at, said no, that with Gillis. You said, you know, oh, his big swing was Matt Sundin. Yeah, well, exactly. That's what well, I mean. Well, it ended up not being a big swing because originally it was two years, $20 million. Right. He didn't take that. He, played, he lasted what, 40 a 40 games, games or whatever it was? was uh, you know, that one game in Toronto. And well, he had his first shift. was well, His first uh, yeah. game was in Edmonton, Edmonton actually. Yeah. No, I know. The big game, though, in Toronto. The Remember shootout. the shootout? Yeah, all the whole thing. Hey, yeah. we're way over time. John Shannon coming up yeah. next to talk about it's interesting. the Stanley uh, Cup playoffs. We'll get back something? into the inbox. No. I mean, no, Derek, oh, cut him uh, off. No, Derek, hold cut on. him off. Donnie and Dolly, the team Derek, on check. Let me make this point. It's interesting how when Rick and I yeah. make some good points, yeah. and we go a little bit over our in our segment that, yeah, yeah you know, we got, we got a break. We got a break. You're going on ranting and raving during your segment. And it's ah, okay. You're it's the okay. one that brought six, We're six minutes over here. No problem. You're no the problem. one that dipped go back ahead. in the inbox. Throw to, throw to I break. wanted to just hey, end it on the white caps. You make, go in the inbox. Make what a can bold, I do? Make a bold move. Make a big swing and, and throw to break. John throw Shannon next. Donnie Dolly, the team on check. Just ahead of John Shannon, NHL analyst supreme. Donnie and Dolly presented by Able Auctions. If you have assets, inventory, or equipment you need to sell, email sales at ableauctions.ca. And King of Floors, your vinyl, laminate, and engineered flooring superstore. John Shannon uh, joins us now in the wake of the Islanders' 3-2 overtime win over the Lightning. How are you, sir? Doing great, but I'm not sure I can compete with that argument you had with Ryan. That was, uh, <laughs> holy smokes, That's, uh, that was something. Do you? I, uh, you know, I mean, gosh, maybe, maybe it's just age and experience that makes you guys wise. Uh, yes. Well, age, age and, uh, on my part. Hey, John, do you admire the, the Vegas Golden Knights and the way they go about things, not standing pat, taking big swings? I do. Absolutely. I think you have to. Um, you know, and, I, and it, quite frankly, it comes right from the top. Uh, Bill Foley wants to win. He wants to win now. Uh, he's been spoiled. When you think about it, in the four years that this team has uh, been alive, that uh, they've been able to perform at this level, uh, the big question is, and, and Ryan does have a bit of a point about Nick Suzuki, mm-hmm. but the point isn't Pacioretty for Suzuki, is that how did, why were they able to, you know, why did they decide to keep Suzuki and not get rid of, for instance, either Nick Hager or Cody yeah, Glass. Right. Cody Glass. That yeah. become that's the subjective side of all of this. Is that it's it, you know, uh, Kelly and George uh, had a boatload of draft picks. Uh, some of them have have worked out. Some of them are still a work in progress. Uh, and they obviously felt they had to give something up to get Pacioretty and and give uh, give Canadians credit and give Mark Bergevin and his guys credit for saying that Nick Suzuki was the guy they needed hmm. in order to get Pacioretty deal done. 
Game six, uh, Knights and Habs uh, tonight. Habs with a chance to advance to the cup final. Uh, we talked about this earlier with Darren Millard. Are the Golden Knights making things too easy for Carey Price? Not enough traffic in front, too much respect for him? I think so. Uh, I really do. Um, but at the same time, they're not being allowed to. Uh, this is where you, you just have to give credit to those, particularly the four defensemen, that are, are bigger guys uh, that have done such a great job. Ben Sherratt has been a horse for Montreal. I mean, we all know about Shea Weber. We all know what he's always been about, We, you know, all the way back to junior in Kelowna. But Sherratt and, and Petrie uh, have done a really good job. And Edmondson, who, you know, has Stanley Cup pedigree in St. Louis, has done a magnificent job uh, of of keeping people away from the front of the net. And, and so when you give Kerry... Carey Price is one of those guys, like Andre Vasilevsky, if he sees the puck, he'll stop it. And that's what they've been able to do with with, with the big four defensemen. Uh, John, got to ask you uh, the big news uh, just down the highway from, uh, from us in Seattle. Uh, Dave Haxtell, right there out of Toronto, uh, the Maple Leafs assistant, the new head coach uh, in Seattle. Uh, boy, uh, John, I know when you guys got all the, the scoops in T.O., but this one uh, nobody had till like, late, late this morning. Uh, were you surprised? Oh, yes, ab- absolutely. Although I had heard uh, through the grapevine that, that uh, uh, Haxtell had been given permission to go look for a job, ah. uh, you know, quite a, quite a while ago when there were, I mean, at what point there were at least four head coaching jobs available. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, so, so there was that out there. Um, and, and it's interesting. This all goes back to uh, the relationship that he and Ron created uh, at the World Championships a couple of years back. And, you know, when you have a lot of time to spend with coaches and managers at those tournaments, you, you really create a bond uh, with people. And, and that's, where, that's where it all started for Ron Francis. You know, they, you know in li- listening to the press conference today, uh, Ron, is, uh, Ron is a very discreet guy that does his due diligence, talked to eight guys for the job, eight different pl- guys interviewed for the job. Wow. Uh, and, fi- and, and in the end, uh, he, he settled on, on Dave Haxtall. So here's a guy that uh, is good with young people, obviously with 11 years at the University of North Dakota. Uh, so uh, I, it, it's going to be interesting to see how in a new market, and make no mistake about it, Seattle is a new market. It's not a hockey-mature market, how both Ron and Dave can deal with uh, a new fan base, because I think that's going to be, that, at, at a certain point, I think that might be a challenge for them. Uh, John, big news in uh, Vancouver yesterday, the Sedin Twins, special advisors to the GM. Henrik's going to be on our show tomorrow. Uh, your thoughts uh, on uh, and any insight into the Twins and as they get into management? Well, uh, I tell you what, any time in that city that you can put Daniel and Henrik to work, you're going to win. Uh, and I'm not necessarily talking about in the standings or on the ice, but you're going to win. Uh, you're going to win public opinion. You're, you're going to win uh, people thinking that the, the team is pointed in the right direction. I don't think in, in, in my time, and it's a lot longer that Daniel and Henrik were in the NHL, but in my time, I don't think there, had, there was any more respect for any two players on any team than what the Twins did uh, in Vancouver. Uh, whether you talk to coaches that had them, uh, a couple of the agents that worked with them over the years, and teammates. 
And so if you can bring some of that Swedish sensibility to the Vancouver Canucks, uh, you're going to be in a better place. And, and, and perhaps, perhaps the Abbotsford angle is a really good one uh, because a lot of teams talk about building uh, through development. And if, and if you can teach your young players at the AHL level to handle yourself and, and manage situations at a professional level like Daniel and Henrik did, then you've got a chance. Yeah, and they talked about uh, that yesterday. Um, Islanders uh, come back uh, to, def- to defeat the Lightning 3-2 in overtime. Uh, the one th- There are a million things that stuck out for everybody watching that game. But, but, John, and I'm not just saying this because he's from Coquitlam. He's from around these parts. But how much fun is it to watch Matthew Barzell? Oh, was, wasn't he fantastic in the yeah. third period last night? Amazing. Uh, awesome. I, I mean, it, you know, and, and it, it has been, I'm sure that if – if you you talk to Dad Michael or or anybody in the family and or even Matt and and you got a a good old Molson Canadian in him you you might be able to understand the roller coaster that he's been under because he's a he's a freewheeling skating uh, freelancing hockey player and that's difficult to do in the in the Barry Trot system and what he's been able to do I think he understands the game at another level now uh, and then if you can take the responsibilities that Trotz gives him and combine that with his ability to do what he can do so well. I think we saw that last night. You know, that, you know, that one play that led to the goal, the Mayfield goal, where he stick-handled almost yes. everywhere. I mean, that, that was magnificent, absolutely magnificent. And to me, this, we are seeing, um, we are seeing the, the development of a star player uh, getting to a superstar. And I, I think when they get to their new arena next year, uh, I think that we're going to see a heck of a lot more of, 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 of Matt Barzell being an absolute superstar. Yep. Uh, and, John, before we let you go, is this the best? And, and again, I can't remember year after year um, getting to that point where it's just not going to happen. But is this the best playoff hockey you've seen this deep into a postseason in a long time? This is, I tell you, this is the best third round. Um, I think we've had better years of hockey in the first two rounds mm-hmm. in the old system. Um, but you, and cause usually what happens, Donnie is in the third round, we get a real malaise because the teams haven't seen each other very much. Uh, and, but r- there, there is something to be said for this level of hockey in the third round. And, and it, usually there's a dip yep. in the quality of hockey and the interest in the game. And I don't see that dip or, or that that swoon in this third round this year. And I, I don't think there's any reason to think it's going to disappear in the final. Outstanding. John, thanks so much. We'll talk to you uh, next Thursday. And, and and be nicer to Ryan most of the time. He's got to be okay? nicer to me. He's, uh, hey, listen. Yeah. Just be nicer to Ryan. Johnny, you know, I mean, Johnny, he rips into us during the breaks. You don't see that. You don't see that. Uh, it, uh, you know, typical producer, huh? Yeah. 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 Oh, hey, yeah. John would know. Trust me. <laughs> a lot of scraps a lot of scraps here during the breaks. You don't see them. Uh, I mean, he's seen it, it all. Yeah. Lived it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Have a great day, boys. Yeah. I call him Mr. TV Hockey Night in Canada uh, for he, years and years. He producer, just, he director. Gets it. He's all about that. Guy. And I wanted to ask John about this. Uh, that might, might have been the last game in Uniondale. I think Hockey Night in Canada is tremendous. Okay? But there's, are we going to have time for Ryan Clark? Is he going to join us? No. He's, no. he's not going to join no. us? Okay. So, Ryan S. Clark... 
who covers the Kraken for the Athletic, will join us tomorrow to talk about uh, Dave Haxtall, their press conference today, introducing Dave Haxtall, uh, went a little long, so we're not able uh, to get him. But I want to talk about one element that I'd like to see more of during the Hockey Night in Canada broadcast next. Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. Donnie and Dolly, the team is supported by ableauctions.ca. Closing your business, we can help. And King of Floors, your vinyl, laminate, and engineered flooring superstore. Eleven twenty-one. Donnie and Dolly presented by Able Auctions. If you have assets, inventory, or equipment that you need to sell, email sales at ableauctions.ca. And King of Floors, there's Sir Scruffy with Brad. Your vinyl laminate and engineered flooring superstore. Uh, I, I got to get this in. Uh, Delaney's okay. Tyron Langley inbox. Just quickly, is is Ryan part Italian? Man, he talks with his hands a lot. Uh, DG from the island. Ryan, I, I don't uh, know about your heritage. No, I, not as far as I know. Scotland, Scottish, Scottish on both go- sides. Yeah, yeah. I'm one quarter. I'm not wearing a kilt to my wedding, though. You're wearing a kilt now. Yeah, but, but not to my wedding. No. He's no. wearing shorts now, and he's, uh, he, you know, he comes in here with shorts every day now. We can't do that, but whatever. You could do that. Yeah. No, you can't do that. Look at, look at the desk. You can't. <laughs> you could yeah. do that. That's the beauty of the... No, no, because... Donnie's done shorts no. on TV before. Yeah. yeah I, and I nothing else. No, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm not... A, oh, I was going to say, <laughs> that's why I wasn't on TV for a long time. Um... You can't wear a kilt at a wedding, by the way. Why? I'll tell you why. Because it's, let, let's be honest here. And I'm going to, I'm a little old manish here. Here we okay. go, here we go. Delaney's play, okay, Tyre. Play Lenny, the harp, play the harp. Kane. <laughs> it's not a harp situation. But oh, you guys, don't wear a kilt. No, it is, because he's I'll tell you back. why, because it's, it's, it's old man here. It's a bride's day. You, you wear a kilt, you're still in the show. Oh, look at him, he's wearing a kilt. Isn't that cool? It's her day. Let her be the showpiece. Sorry. Is that yeah, old you're, school? You're probably right. You're probably right on that. You you show up wearing a kilt, like unannounced, and, and Kelsey's going to be upset. All I'm like, doing is showing up. I'm here. Up. I, I spent all this time. You just throw on some wool and... You don't want to steal the headlines. All, all I'm doing if you is do showing wear a, up. That's it. And make sure if you do wear a kilt that there is underwear involved. Yeah, but either way, you get those idiots that still want to go, oh, what's going on? You know? Especially as the night goes on, booze gets into people. You do? And they lift up the kilt. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. You've, you've had experience with this? Let's move on. Hockey Night in Canada is doing a tremendous job right now. In your eyes, yes. Not in yours? No, they're doing a good job. I'm just saying. Because it's, and I loved, nobody loved Don Cherry more than more than me. Yeah. I realize he had his flaws and all of that. The PC police got him in the end. All, all of that. Okay. Yeah. I, I loved it. But what they're doing right now... Jen Botterill is so good. She's Cassie very Cam- good. Cassie I, Campbell. I, I, just Absolutely. tremendous. Yep. Forget the gender. They're just good. Yeah. That's what you want to see. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, everybody on that panel is just, just so yep. good. Kelly is just wonderful. Kevin yep. Bieksa wasn't there last night, and some people are wondering about that in our in- inbox. Gets a uh, day today. off. But it just, just every everybody is just so David Amber is so good, and, of course, the anchor, uh, Ron McClain. Here's one thing on the broadcast I'd like to see more of. Do you know uh, when you watch baseball playoffs, and Fox does a really good job of this. Ryan, you can chime in on this. Just don't argue with me. (laughs) 
when you watch those broadcasts, baseball broadcasts in the playoffs and, they, and in, in between lulls and play, and it's a little easier to do in baseball. I, I understand that. You'll see all those crowd shots. People just, you know, biting their fingernails, yeah, yeah. you know, rubbing their hands together. They're just yeah. so excited. I think in between uh, whistles, especially at a place like Uniondale, I'd like to see more of a sense of the crowd there. Some of those crowd, and I don't know what their resources are, but I'd like to see them show more of the crowd, more solo shots of the crowd, isolation cr- uh, shots of people in the crowd, what they look like how excited they are, how nervous they are, that sort of thing. That's where I think uh, Mr. TV here, uh, of course, that's John Shannon. But I think they could do a better job with that because I, I, as great as the crowd is, I think you go uh, one step further with the broadcast. That's just me. Especially right. in a historic-type uh, situation like that where the Islanders are leaving that building, will never play another game there again, maybe, yeah. unless they make it to the Stanley Cup final. You that agree crowd, with me, anybody? The, the crowd is uh, unbelievable in New York. Yeah, it is. But I, I'd like to see more of a sense of that uh, during the broadcast. I don't know. It just hit me last night. How many uh, fans are you bored by this subject? By <laughs> yeah. the way, it's nobody the, the wants the little to t- things you notice. That's fine. That's well, I'm no, glad I you got did, that off your I chest. didn't notice it that's what last I mean. night, and that's the, or, or since they've been playing these games in Uniondale during yeah. the playoffs, I'd like to see more sense of those crazy people in the crowd. Okay. Get that, that off your chest? Do you, you guys know this is a talk show? Yes, we I talk? Know. Am it's I the only one talking here? Yeah. Y- you are, because you like the sound of your own voice. The sound of your own voice. I do. I, I, I enjoy it. I'm Actually, just trying to lick my wounds off the, the inbox here. What, what What's wrong? Well, no, they're, they're upset with my Vegas take. Like, it was so terrible. Whatever. No, that's they're fine. not. You're getting a lot of rave reviews for your Ah, Some people are saying, yeah, I'm but wrong, some but people are saying. People are ripping into me, too. Yeah. And both sides are covered, probably. So are you gonna are you gonna be well, okay? Hey, hey. Is that why you don't want to talk about the subject that I brought I just up? Don't, I Would don't. you like to get back to kilts? I just don't have. You got to remember though, too. Baseball has that advantage of there's the, like you can the lull and play. Yeah, I get you that. You got the downtime. There's, time, slower, there's slower time, time in between game. whistles where I think, and I understand the nature of the game. It's different, but there are time in between whistles. Yeah. Would you quit looking at the inbox? Okay. Yeah, but what's going on? Yeah, but in between whistles though, people aren't as on the edge of their seat. How do you know? You don't see no, them. because, it, you know, there, oh, there's a pause. It's like well, a, apparently in, in okay. Uniondale, they're getting beer and well, exactly. taking exactly. a pee. But, like, you know, in baseball, you, when you have that lull, it's still – people are still so dialed in, yeah. right? Like, the best, you know, but that, shot the, of a fan's It's very face. effective, though. It, very effective. Yeah, Fox started yeah, doing it a few years sure. ago, and it was really, really well done. Just a thought. I'm just trying to help. Yeah. I was trying to help our brothers. I'll try, I'll try and get Canada. you a number. And Ryan, there are there is support for you uh, on the Vegas thing. Uh, Vegas is able to take those big swings every season. Well, this isn't one, but because they don't have five <laughs> or six. Where, where are you going? Me, I want to read this. I want to read this. Vegas is able to take those big swings every off season because they don't have five or six bad contracts. Like like yeah, a certain okay, other team, okay, like a okay. certain team in the lower mainland. But, but I will say this though, they don't have those right now. And that Alex Petrangelo contract, if they win a cup, Ryan, all is, you know, everything's gravy after mm, that. I understand that. Yeah. But I'm just saying, if they don't, if they don't, that contract could, ooh, it could be on some lists. Because I, he's, like, he's a guy that I think he's going to age, like, he's going to age quickly. That's not what I was saying. I just said I admire them for taking those big swings. Yeah. And with players that, that I think are a little more well-researched than Louis Erickson was when the Canucks took that big swing. 
Alex Petrangelo is more of a sure thing yeah. than Louis Erickson was. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but well, again, I mean, Louis, but again, though, like I think people, much like Tavares, I think easy to say. I think some people look at that though, and they go, "But Donnie, did you really have to?" At the time when Louis signed in Vancouver, were you not uh, excited? Did there you were not very. Think, we had every. Did you not think when Louis signed? I thought, "Hey, this is it. You yes. know, this is going to take him to the next yes. level." And that's why I maintain that Michael Furlan was a poorer signing than Louis Erickson because everybody in town went. Louis Erickson got signed, and you know this, was like, wow, we have people, right, Ray, everybody, not just Ray, but all the analysts said, well, this is a great signing, a 30-goal score. Look what he did in Boston. Look what he did in Dallas. This is about the Sedins, hey. the Swedish, it's going gonna, it's gonna to work. When Michael Furlan signed, everybody went, what are you doing? Well, hold it a second. Ten seconds after. Yeah. Why, why? Why? Michael Furlan had a ton of teams in on him. Why he are we doing this Vancouver. again? We've done this seven but times since the show began. In size, April. grit. In the top nine, there was reasons to sign him. Coming off a concussion? Okay, but, but that's but not what I said. What I, you guys don't listen to me. What I said, you know, him and the Vegas big swings, now you guys aren't listening to me. What I said was the reaction in town was negative. It was negative because of the contract. Roussel was oh, negative oh, because yeah. of the contract. Beagle yeah. was negative because of the contract. Gagne was negative because of the contract. Louis, Louis Erickson, when he signed, that was not, there was not a very, very few people criticized that signing. They wondered, but Six, they, not yeah. like like Ferland was like, "Come on!" And this is all respect to to Michael. And what what are, what are you doing? People wondered about it. So, if they wondered, you wondered what Canucks management was thinking. We started this segment with kilts. Yeah, and we got a ton of re- reaction about uh, that as well in the inbox. DTMZ uh, is next. We're gonna have some fun. Maybe talk some more kilts. Kilts and Louie, bad name. Uh, Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. All right, it's 11.34 Thursday morning. Donnie and Dolly on Check TV. It is now time for the world-famous uh, DTMZ, brought to you by the uh, world-famous Whistler Golf Course. Uh, g- great track, great track. <laughs> uh, like Rick said, DTMZ brought to you by the Arnold Palmer-designed Whistler Golf Club, now welcoming golfers throughout the province to enjoy the fabulous playing conditions, scenery, and service at one of BC's favorite courses. Maybe the favorite in absolutely BC. not just maybe bc's favorite course absolutely. look online now at whistlergolf.com al will clean your clubs good guy out britney spears I, I hate this story britney spears told the judge wednesday she wants to end the uh, conservatorship that has governed her life the last 13 years calling it abusive denouncing her father for exerting control over everything in her life she says she's depressed angry can't sleep she told judge brenda penny she wants the freedom to get married and have a baby. They're getting in her way. She also said she wanted to sue her family for the way she's been treated. Uh, she's had her, her father, Jamie, her ignorant father, Jamie, these are her words, should be in jail and that uh, the relationship prevents her from getting married or, again, have, having a baby. She has an IUD inside of herself, and the team in charge of her life won't let her get the doctor to take it out. Well, because they don't want her to ha- have children. They want yeah. her to keep uh, working. Oh. To do what? To make money. Money. Uh, Jamie Spears reportedly draws a salary from Brittany of sixteen grand a month. Uh, stay tuned. This is all. We, we talk about this all the time. Parents, parents. Parents. Not just parents, but just bad people around talented people. And say what you want about Brittany Spears. Yeah, it's worse she's talented. It's the parents, though. She's a talented person that makes a lot of money. And, you know, this is no secret. People like that tend to have 
bad people around them. Yep. Uh, Ryan and I, one of our favorite movies is Love and Mercy, the, the Beach Boys movie. Brian Wilson, his dad and other people around around him just treated him horribly. Uh, same thing with Amy Winehouse. That's a tough watch. That that, was, that, that, that documentary, fun, yeah. the way her her dad tre- treated uh, yeah. her, it's tough. Uh, not 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 good. And uh, this is another example. And the thing that these people do that I hate, and I don't want to get into any details, but to some experience with this, they use guilt as a weapon. Yeah. And I, I just yeah. I I can't stand that. And that seems to be the case here. So, uh, all, all the best to Britney Spears. It's uh, just we, it's just so sad too that your your kid ends up becoming no longer your kid. Yeah. You know, like you're not... Business Her her dad is not looking at her like his daughter anymore. Mm. As a bank machine. Exactly. As a, a, you know, how do we make more money? You know, and I I don't know if you guys saw, but Justin Timberlake, of course, and her have a long history. Go back to the Disney days. Yeah. Yeah. He he posted a a three-tweet thread yesterday talking about how, you know, upset he was hearing these comments and... Wishing her the best. I wonder if he has if he has any experience himself with that sort of thing. I mean, you got to wonder. But I mean, this this is this is falling under the category of you know Brian Wilson, Amy Winehouse. Yeah. Like it is yeah, in Kurt that Cobain, right? Like that group of like really bad people around them. I mean, not letting her remove her IUD. Like, yeah, but that that Amy Winehouse uh, uh, doc is a is a must watch. It's, re- it's really a must well watch, and it's. Again, that, like the, say, the scene hard, where she goes down, I forget what, you know, Caribbean island she went down to, wherever it was, and her dad follows her there, yeah, and she yeah. didn't know it. you see it? No, she I, didn't I, know I about this, about but that. he follows her down there with a fan the, or a group of fans that want to spend time with her, and she's like, I'm on holidays. and That's just awful. But that Love and Mercy is a, is a, is a great show. Okay, uh, birthdays. June 24th, we have 10 birthdays. The line is set at 7. You guys have been up and down all week. Line set at 7 by Rod the Potter's Mugs and More at Casino in Pahrump, Nevada. Rock and roll, Ryan. Superstar footballer who is captain of both FC Barcelona and the Argentinian national side. That would be uh, Lionel Messi. NFL punter attended North Delta Senior Secondary before winning a Super Bowl with the Steelers in 2009. Dallas enforcer rocked by Pavel Burry's elbow. Game two starts. Shane Churla. Former Canucks D-man who won a Stanley Cup with St. Louis in 2019 and spent this past season in Columbus. Uh, Delzato. I'll accept that. Michael, Jets forward, acquired in a trade with Columbus for Patrick Lane. Uh, Pierre-Luc uh, Dubois. Uh, uh, Dubois. Yes. 6'6", six, six, German D-man, who in 1996 scored a cup-winning overtime goal Uwe in Florida. Uwe Krupp. For Colorado. Former 6'6", six, six, Canucks defenseman out of the Czech Republic, whose nickname was Harry. Uh, Famous shootout goal when he's playing for the Rangers. Uh, Malik, 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 Malik. 17-year NHL vet who scored 70 goals for the Kings in 1988-89. Wayne Gretzky's first season in L.A. Luke Robitaille. No. No. Pumper. Uh, Nichols. Uh, Bernie Nichols. This two-time <laughs> L.A. <laughs> Thank God you said that. Uh, this time, uh, this two-time L.A. Kings Cup champion from Saskatchewan is married to Aaron Andrews. Jared Stoll. Fleetwood Mac's drummer. His last name is the band's first name. Nick Fleetwood. There you go. Good job, guys. You guys you, you did you run it? run it today? Yeah, he, he did. Uh, it was a good wow. run today. 10 for 10. Hey, can I, could, could I say something? Is there something in the inbox you want to talk no, about? No, this is last week. You, you and, and, and Ryan and I got in trouble from a tweet saying, I can't believe you and uh, Rick and Ryan didn't get this. You said 
a former uh, about Shemina's. Okay, you were talking about Doug Bodger. Yeah, I don't think it was fair that you said Shemina's because that's Duncan. Me he's more. Associated. It should have been Duncan or it should have been Cowich and Valley. And well, I thank would, God I w- you brought that hey, up because it's I been bothering a lot of people. It it, I, it bothered me because if you would have said Duncan or Cowich and Valley and Doug Bodger, I would have said it in a second. This was two months ago. It was last week. You can't say Shemina's next time. That's that's wrong. Doug, apologies. He was born in Shemina's. More associated with Duncan. And in him, who's the other guy out of that area? Greg C. Adams. And then one more. Well, Al Wilson of the BC Lions. And one more. Rick, I don't know the history of Duncan, okay? <laughs> Believe Robin it or not. Bauer. Robin Bow. Okay. So I, that whole group of people, it, it, you're thinking Duncan and, and, and uh, Cowichan Valley. Canucks always had their training camp in Duncan. That's it. With the big hockey stick. In Cowichan Valley, yeah. Uh, there's a Canuck birthday today as well you did not get to. Oh. That's uh, Vasily Podkolzin's birthday today. Oh, oh okay. Or as you want How to call do you him, Vitaly Podkolzin. Hey, hold it a second. He's so co-Caulfield. So he's the president of the Caulfield fan I ignored. Uh, he ignored. Yeah, that's Colson. probably why. Ignored. How do you not have Vasily Podkolzin? Well, you know what? What I, I've been <laughs> up, up, upset about not giving you the proper clue on Doug Bodger <laughs> all week. Hey, so if you want to say Doug, I would have got Bodger in a second. Plus, also the with the website you go to for celebrity birthdays, I'm going to guess Vasily Podkolzin not on the top front oh, page. Oh, I get it. I'm old. No, no, I'm just saying that that website's probably not looking and going, hey. Vancouver Canucks prospect that hasn't played a game yet? Let's get him in here. Yeah, and who's miles behind? Oh, can I give you an update? Uh, an NHL scout told me <laughs> that he doesn't. No, 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 no. Okay. He does not think that Caulfield was in any of the first top 10 teams on their list to be taken in the top 10. Okay. Well, but his name was out there with that U.S. national development yeah, team just, and all, just, all, just, all of just that. Just give Pod Colson time. He'll be fine. The amount of messages we got through Twitter the other day when Caulfield scored that goal. Oh, yeah. But uh, here goes Taylor tomorrow. Yeah. I never said he was better. I said the question will be asked as time goes by. Did the Canucks make a mistake? Oh, the same way when time goes by, make a mistake about Max Pacioretty for Nick Suzuki. But, hey, we can't talk about that. That, Again, that was Uh, not the argument. You said. The statement was, do you not admire the Vegas Golden Knights for taking big swings? And you guys, especially no. you, got off into a million different directions. Okay. Uh, Mick Fleetwood. And is yeah. it just me? Is coming up, folks. Mick Fleetwood, 74. He's going to help play us out. July 77. Rumors. This is Fleetwood Mac with Mick Fleetwood on skins. Don't stop. Uncheck where we don't stop playing the hits on a BC Thursday morning. What a track. What a track. Great song. Yeah. Uh, just a reminder that at the start of the show, we promised our viewers, our customers, our listeners, Ryan S. Clark of The Athletic in Seattle to talk about uh, the Kraken's hiring of their first head coach, Dave Haxtall. Uh, the press conference went uh, over its limits, not over its uh, limits, but it went on for a long time. Oh, it went on longer so than Ryan, Ryan isn't available. We hope to have him on uh, maybe tomorrow, but at, at a later date. Or somebody from Seattle to talk about uh, the surprising hiring of Dave Haxtall down there in Seattle. All right, time now for Is It Just Me? Brought to you by our friends at Parker Marine. Make your boating experience the best it can be. For more information, visit parkermarine.ca. What do you got? All right, I got one right here. Uh, Is it just me? If Caulfield scores the game winner in OT tonight, it's going to be World War III uh, between Donnie and Dolly tomorrow. 
Uh, that's uh, DT Pete. I, <laughs> that's DT Pete, I think, in downtown Vancouver. So, anyways, uh, this. I think, I think uh, he's in Shamanis, actually. He's in Shamanis, uh, also known as uh, Duncan. Uh, well, Shamanis is the little town that could. That's yes, their I motto. know that. I've been there a hundred times. I know where it is. You don't have to tell me where it is. There's a statue of Doug Bodger outside. <laughs> <laughs> Doug Bodger, great guy, great player. Had a beer with him at the Shark Club one night. Anyways, uh, so this Caulfield thing, can you please? If that he reminded scored, me of somebody right now. Can he? Hey, listen, if Caulfield, Donnie, if Caulfield scores tonight, don't, don't bring it up tomorrow. Don't bring it up. I cannot believe that you forgot Vasily Pachos. What? Did you say if Caulfield scores tonight, don't bring it up tomorrow? Don't bring it up so tomorrow. So if Caulfield scores tonight, yeah, the Habs are going to the Stanley Cup final. We can't bring it up. You can bring the Habs up. Don't bring up Caulfield. Okay. Hey, Vasily Podkolson, Canucks draft pick, turns 20 today. Happy birthday. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. You forgot it. Again, you forgot you it. You guys, I, I say something, and then it goes into a million different directions, and yeah. you forget the focus of what I was saying. Okay. Colin in North Nanaimo, North Nanaimo, <laughs> is it just me, or is Rye getting owned for his bad takes today? Oh, for sure. Whitecaps? Yeah, bad take. You you're, you don't have any respect for the Vegas Golden Knights? <laughs> okay. So there, there's that. It's tough being the only one right in this room. But, L- I mean, it's of, a burden uh, I, I deal with daily. In in Ryan's credit, he brought the Whitecaps up. We've had significant uh, input f- you know, yep. on our Delaney's OK Tyron Langley inbox about the Whitecaps and what a mess they are. I just, as I watched that game last night, especially guys, I, I just looked and I'm like, man, I want a winner in this town. What, which game? The Whitecaps. Like, the Whitecaps are in disarray. The BC Lions, I mean, we haven't seen them, right? I, the, I was just saying, you watched it. I wonder what the ratings were like last night. Well, the hockey and the basketball yeah, going on. There's a lot going on. Well, but, uh, you know, the Vancouver Canucks are, are, you know, they're, you know, Whatever, I, like, I don't even know what they are. I, this town is just starving for Lions, somebody. Yeah. Like, can, oh. can a team be good? You know, like it's just uh, bad a, time in this market. A horrible time in this market. It's been ten years. I can't think. Uh, Lions, Whitecaps, Canucks. Twenty eleven was fabulous. Well, yeah, but the Lions won the Great Cup that right there too, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah, but it's That's since then. Yeah, but since yeah. then it's been nothing. It's been a horrible ten years. Uh, is it just me from Scott? But. Is Donnie breaking my Scottish heart? Yeah. Only thing about a kilt on a wedding day is make sure it's not white. Otherwise, go for it. Yeah. I know. You know I, you I, the, yeah, you don't uh, want to wear a white kilt again. <laughs> I, I don't know what message you'd be sending. <laughs> but to take away the attention from the, yeah. from the bride. Don't yeah. wear kilts at a wedding. I am getting a little nervous only in that, like. Ryan's getting married in September. September, I'm getting married. It's an outdoor wedding. So I've got that. Sorry, girls. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I am worried. Like, what if we get, what if our wedding is on a day, like, coming up this weekend? It's going to be, like, hot, 40 hot. degrees hot. where I am this yeah, weekend. I, I can't, I can't. And like, and now I'm worried. I've got, I've got, it's, well, mine's the charcoal. But it's still, you know, the, the, the shirt and the jacket and everything. Like, Why I'm not worried going, I'm going to be able to suggested this in the inbox. What are the, about uh, wearing the T-shirt tuxedo? Yeah, I don't think that would fly with Kels. No, it was not She's fly looking... With. You know, ten out of ten, and I'm here in a t-shirt tuxedo, and 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 so. stealing the show as well. That yeah, point. actually, that would be in a roundabout way. I don't or, think I'm going to wear a hat either. Or wear, I, you know what? What's a good look at a at a wedding is like a, a golf shirt and shorts. We've seen that before, <laughs> and flip flops. Uh, yeah, yeah flip flops, right. and come in late. We're up against it. Let's uh, take a break. Okay, we'll take a break. More, is it you okay? Yeah, I'm the okay. catching flies over there. I don't know. You good? I. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> okay, more is it just me? We'll wrap up the show as well uh, next. Donnie and Dolly, the team, on check. 
Donnie and Dolly, a presentation of Able Auctions and King of Floors. Rick, poll question. Let's update yeah. her. So the Canucks are going to talk with Alexander Edler's agent today. So the question is, uh, should the Canucks resign Edler? And right now, 1,400 votes almost and uh, 61%. Very surprised at this. They want Alex back. Uh, 38% don't want him back. But everybody wants him back on a friendly uh, one-year deal. Yeah, team friendly. Team friendly. But his minutes stipulate he's more important than just a friendly deal. So Depending it's on who else is in the lineup. Okay, but the coach played him 20-22. No, but I'm saying if they improve their defense, then he doesn't get as much ice time, and that's probably a good thing. You talked with Mark Stowe, who Uh, is I talked to his agent agent. today, so he's looking forward to the call. He wants uh, Alex back. Uh, They want to get back to Vancouver, so we'll see how that goes. And Well, there's all sorts of NHL news. Game last night, tremendous in in Uniondale. Islanders uh, staying alive. Uh, The Habs can advance to uh, their first Stanley Cup final since 93 uh, tonight. As, yep. as they play Vegas. Back to uh, Is It Just Me, brought to you by Parker Marine. Is it just me? This is from Mike and Tawasin. Is it just me, or does Dollywall wear a kilt when he goes to his freaky dentist? Here's a shot of you <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I was talking about the chair because that chair reminds me of the de- my dentist because he's got a chair like that. Uh, hey, but take take it off. I gotta uh, no, keep take it, it off. Take it off. Will you will you delete that? I, I hit the yeah. delete button. That uh, chair uh, should not hey, remind hey, you of the <laughs> dentist, man. Rick, I got news for you. That's not a dentist. I, I'm just. I have a dentist chair that is very similar to that. <laughs> no, you don't. Or maybe you do. I need your contact details hey, of your dentist. I'm dentist giving them a chairs call. are some of the most comfortable chairs in the world. When you said you have a dentist chair like that, do you mean at home? At the dentist's office, dum-dum. Anyways, can I get on with, is it just me, as I go into the Delaney's? the dentist. Uh, Delaney's okay, Tyron Langley inbox. Well, you get to hit that delete button. So this, I, I like fluoride. this one. Uh, this is my. Uh, can can I get this in, Chris? Uh, Chris in Mission, my buddy. Is it just me, or does it scare Canuck fans to hear Benning say again that he wants to, he wants to add scoring depth? So yes, Jim said today again. I want scoring depth. I want it at the American Hockey League level. We hear this every <laughs> summer. We <laughs> we've heard this seven summers in a row. It has mm-hmm. got to stop. I need to go a summer where the Canucks are not looking to add scoring depth. You've had seven years. Well, so they stopped trying. I, I'm, yeah, t- I'm tired. Have of, it I'm, by now. No, I'm tired of hearing it. I'm I agree tired. with you, I'm but tired. they can't stop trying, right? Well, you know what? You it's know what's going to be seven y- straight years. They're trying to add scoring everything depth. Everything will be fine. Yeah, because. They're going to add Pat Colson, and he's better than Caulfield. Yeah, so right, right, happy right. birthday to Pat Colson, the, uh, the guy that uh, Donnie does not like. Vitaly. Happy, happy, happy birthday to Vasily uh, Pat Colson. Fun yeah. show. Uh, fun uh, show. Uh, lots fun of show. fun. Yeah, absolutely. Our thanks to Darren Millard and John Shannon, and, of course, our great viewers, great listeners, great customers. Thanks sponsors. so much, folks. And sponsors. Henrik well. Sedin tomorrow. On behalf of Rick, we'll ask him about the chair. Uh, maybe we won't. Well, on behalf of Rick, Ryan, and Derek, everybody at Check and Opoy uh, Productions, I'm Don. You're up to date in the world of sports. Thanks for listening to the Donnie and Dolly podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Donnie and Dolly for all the latest show content. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.